Hi there, and welcome to A God Worth Knowing. We're excited to have you join us on today's podcast as we discover a God worth knowing. In the last four episodes, many of us have encountered God through manual prayer. We learned how he speaks to us. We received his kind, loving perspective on painful situations. We have realized he is for us and not against us. And some of us have even received healing. However, others still may be struggling to connect with God. Perhaps you have sensed God's presence, but he seems far away. You're not sure it's him. You may feel frustrated or doubt that he wants to speak to you. Let me assure you right now, he is there and he does want to talk to you. For our final episode, Betsy will lead us in an Emmanuel prayer exercise where she incorporates God's word from the Bible. This powerful passage can bring your dry and weary bones back to life. Now relax and fully engage with Emmanuel as he speaks his truth into your spirit. All right, we're going to do an Emmanuel session with a little bit of a different twist. We're going to actually read some scripture. So we're going to begin in the normal way. Just close your eyes and relax your body. Start breathing slowly and deeply through your nose. We want you to fill your lungs as much as possible. So at the top of your in-breath, you should feel your lungs expanding, and you should even feel that in your rib cage, both in your back and in your front. And then slowly exhale through your nose. can take a little bit of practice to get just the right rhythm. We don't want to become lightheaded because we're breathing too fast. And we also don't want to feel breathless or like we're running out of air. Just relax your whole body and breathe slowly in and out. And once you have a good rhythm going, go ahead and add a yawn as you breathe in. And if you have trouble yawning, just arch the roof of your mouth. And I find if I wiggle my jaw a little bit, it helps. And sometimes it takes three or four kind of fake yawns before you get a real yawn. But that deep breathing and that real yawn are invaluable because they're activating the parasympathetic branch of the nervous system, the part of your nervous system that helps you quiet and relax. All right, so we want to be able to hear the still small voice of God. So keep breathing 
and keep yawning while I pray a prayer for protection. So Lord Jesus, we ask now that you would come and push back and fully restrain all cosmic or demonic interference so that we could hear from you clearly without fear of hesitation or retaliation or confusion. We just thank you that you want to interact with us. Okay, and then let's just work on what we call progressive relaxation. So start at the top of your head. I like to massage with my fingertips. I feel like it helps me relax. So if that's helpful for you, go ahead and do it. So just take a moment and massage your scalp and relax that part of your head. Then we're going to move to our forehead. Massage your forehead with your fingertips. Drop down and massage your temples on both sides of your eyes. Drop down again to your jaw, massage your jaw and let your jaw open and yawn one more time. Oh, and then when you close your mouth, make sure you're closing gently. We don't want to clench our teeth. And focus on relaxing your tongue. And now we're going to go to the back of the neck and you can massage or stretch whatever helps you relax. Very often we carry tension in our neck and then work your way out from your neck to your shoulders. If you're massaging, you will have to cross your arms to massage your shoulders and then just work your way down. The physical touch is really good for you and the massage helps you relax. Just work your way all the way down your, your arms to your hands. And then I like to stretch my arms up as high as I can. Um, make sure your hands are a little forward from the plane of your body. And get a good stretch up your back on both sides. Then bring your arms out, straight out like a T, and then down. Now we're going to bring our shoulders up to our ears, bring them as high as you can, then push them back as far as you can and bring them down. We're gonna do that again. Up to our ears, back and down. And now relax your chest. Relax your back. Relax your stomach. Uh, relax your bottom and the pelvic area, or you can do what I like to do, squeeze and hold tight for a few seconds, squeeze as tight as you can, then relax. And then stretch your legs out if you can. Or if you're in a car, just push hard with your legs against the surface in front of you, trying to get a good stretch in our legs, put your feet now flat on the ground. Lift up your heels, leaving the balls of your feet and your toes on the ground. Lower your heels and do the opposite. Have your heels on the ground and lift up 
the balls of your feet and your toes. And now focus on your legs. Just relax our thighs, our knees, our calves, our ankles, our feet, our toes. How are you feeling now? I hope you're feeling really relaxed and still. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are interceding for us. You are praying for us right now. Pray that you would help us not to resist you. And I want you now to remember either a previous Emmanuel time where you were able to connect with God, or perhaps you have a memory in the past from a divine encounter, or perhaps you have a really wonderful positive memory, maybe a time in a national park or a waterfall, maybe a beautiful time with friends or an incredible meal. Whatever it might be, just go back to that memory. Ideally, one that does not have any negative associations with it. No negative aspects. So something of beauty. And just let yourself recall that memory. And as you're remembering it, I want you to step into the memory and experience it again. And pay attention to what you're feeling, both in your body and your emotions, what you're thinking and seeing, smelling, tasting, hearing, who you're with. I'll just give you a few minutes to enjoy that memory. And we're wanting to interact with Emmanuel, the God who was with us. And so if you don't have some sense of the Lord being with you, then just invite him to come into the memory. And you can invite the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son. You can invite all three. Just invite whoever you find it easiest to connect with. And some people tell me that they can identify where God is, but he's far away. And if that's the case with you, then there's several options. You can ask him to come closer to you. 
you can go to where he is. Or if you're feeling hesitant about being close to him, then just ask him what's in the way. Many of us have experienced pain with parents or authority figures or people in the church, and that can make us hesitant. And if you're feeling hesitant, just look at the Lord and talk to him about it, even if he's 50 miles away. Paradoxically, when we're struggling, the best thing is to engage in conversation with God and to see him the way he really is, not the way he's been portrayed, not the way you imagined him based on what other people have done to you in your life. We want to move beyond that. And even if you have a complaint or you feel angry, then just feel free to express that to him. He's a big guy. He can take it. So now I'm going to read a passage of scripture. I've changed the words a little bit to make them more personal. But if you're familiar with the Bible, you might be familiar with this passage. It's in what we call the New Testament, the part that was written about the life of Jesus and his followers. So the Bible says that God is love, and this is a passage about love, but I've substituted God for love. Well, here we go, and I want you just to listen to the words as I read them, and I want you to notice anything that doesn't feel true. This is actually a really good way to engage with scripture. We read and we discover that certain things don't feel true to us because of our life experiences that have been contrary to what we're reading. And what we do then is we ask God what he wants us to know about it. So just listen. And if anything doesn't ring true, then just make a note of it. All right. God is patient with me. God is kind to me because he loves me. God is not jealous of me. He loves to see me succeed. God does not brag. God is not arrogant. He has every right to be arrogant, but he's not. God is not rude. God does not seek his own advantage. He does not use me to get his way. I am not a tool. I am his beloved son or daughter. God is not irritable. God does not keep a record of complaints. He does not keep score. God is not happy with injustice. He loves to see truth triumph. 
God puts up with all kinds of things. He really does. God always trusts, always hopes, always endures. Now, when I teach this class, I always ask people if they want me to read it again, and they always say they do. So even though I can't see you, I'm going to assume that this would be helpful to you as well. And I'm going to read it one more time. And once again, listen for anything that doesn't feel true to you. God is patient with me. God is kind to me because he loves me. God is not jealous of me. He loves to see me succeed. God does not brag. God is not arrogant. He has every right to be arrogant, but he's not. God is not rude. God does not seek his own advantage. He does not use me to get his way. I am not a tool. I am his beloved son or daughter. God is not irritable. God does not keep a record of complaints. He does not keep score. God is not happy with injustice. He loves to see truth triumph. God puts up with all kinds of things. He really does. God always trusts, always hopes, always endures. So I'm wondering, did you find any sticky spots? And by sticky spots, I mean places where something rose up inside of you that said, I am not so sure that that's true. It's okay if you did. Most of us do. So for me, the first time I did this, I got stuck on the very first one. God is patient with me. I said to myself, is he really? Because I'm not very patient with myself. I often feel that I'm failing, that I've dropped the ball or let someone down. And I had to stop then and talk to God about this and let him show me just how patient he is. And his patience with me is slowly over time teaching me to be patient with myself. So what do we do when we encounter sticky spots? Well, the solution is, as you can guess by now, to engage with God. And by engaging with God, I just mean staying in that quiet place and asking him questions and listening for the thoughts or pictures that come to mind. So here's some questions you can ask. What do you want me to know here? This doesn't feel true to me. I can't see this. What do you want me to know? Here's another question. Can you help me see myself the way you do? Dearly loved. Having great value and worth. Can you help me to see myself the way you do? Can you help me see a troubling situation from your point of view? Maybe we're really up against it in some area of our life. And we need to know, how does God see this? And then the last question would be, can you mentor me in this area and help me experience what you want me to learn? 
And if there are other people involved in your situation, maybe people I fear or people I have let down or someone who I struggle with, maybe I struggle to love them the way God does. Perhaps because they are impatient with me. Maybe it's someone in my past who was impatient with me and made it hard for me to believe that God could be patient with me. Then we can ask God how he sees them. I know with my own parents, the Lord has told me many times, they were broken. They were doing the best they could. They really harmed you. He validates what I've experienced and tells me that he is helping me recover. So I want to encourage you to sit with this a bit. If you can take 10 or 15 minutes, just set your phone to beep at you when that time has gone by. And I strongly recommend writing down your questions. And then as impressions come to you, write them down as well. In my experience, I hear much more from God when I have a pen and a journal in front of me. Once I start to write, then more comes. And so we want to thank you for being with us today and for exploring this whole idea that God is good, always with us, and wanting to interact with you because he loves you. That was wonderful. Has Betsy replaced the word love with God? Did you get a clearer sense of his character, of how he relates to you? Thank you for letting us be part of your journey, discovering that God is worth knowing. Don't forget to refer back to all the episodes of this podcast if you need a refresher or if you want to continue practicing God's presence through the Emmanuel sessions. Peace to you. This podcast has been brought to you by Healing Center International, where we are making joyful relationships in Christ a reality. For more information, exercise worksheets, book references, or to connect with others on this journey, visit agodworthknowing.org.